Hello, Ulukut. Gwei. Welcome to another episode of Spilling Labrador Tea Under Cedar Trees with Teacher Mads and Kate. Yes, welcome back. Uh, it's been it's been a short <laughs> short time in between making episodes. <laughs> really making up for lost time. Honestly, I'm like we can sit down and get these out. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What are we What are we going to talk about this time? This time around, it's just going to be a catch up episode. We're going to talk about what's new in our lives, new things we have learned, places we've been. Mm-hmm. And just like chat, because no, no cra- crazy serious topics this time, and um, <clears throat> no guests, just big vibes, big vibes, and Petunia being crazy in the background. Absolutely, <laughs> that is her job as creative director. <laughs> what did she get a title? <laughs> when she was sitting on the table earlier, and I took a photo of her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She gives her input. Yeah. She has a lot of opinions. I don't know if they're all welcomed, though. So, Often not. <laughs> it usually involves a lot of screaming on her part for some reason. <laughs> so, tell us what is new. Oh, my God. So, a lot of things have occurred. Um, biggest things for me, other than starting a new job, I am currently in two programs not school wise but just two programs to get some learning in um so i'm in uh sorry (laughs) vancouver foundations um level youth policy program where you get to learn about uh how to make policies what's involved in policy uh and like basically just everything policy and it's something that I've been interested in doing and learning about more Uh, so it was very it was a very good opportunity that arose that Caitlin actually pointed me out to uh, and I applied and I was like uh, (laughs) we're learning we're learning a lot about my doubts and insecurities but I went into it thinking that like I wasn't going to be able to do it in the sense that I didn't think I had enough education around it or knowledge but basically everyone who's coming in either has no knowledge at all or has very minimal uh, experience with it, but we all have an idea and we're all very passionate about a lot of things and want to make a lot of changes in the world. So um, it's been a very great grouping so far. I've done the first module and just covered basically what policy is um, and like how to, how to start basically. So you're on the road and, figuring out kind of what you want to do. And then you have to think of like who it impacts, Mm. um, who are the stakeholders Mm. and then like basically go from there and how it'll impact community. So it's just learning like when you first start, you kind of have to get all the research in. Mm. So it's been good. Uh, I've, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really good for me. And uh, yeah, the other thing I'm doing (laughs) Because I like to do everything at once right now. Honestly. That's fine. <laughs> um, is also something Caitlin pushed me towards. Is, um, I sound like I bully you. You do. <laughs> she bullies me. Um, is UNAX uh, Building Young Entrepreneurs Program. It's a much, much bigger group than the YPP one. Uh, but it's, so far, it's been interesting. Uh, so basically, it's just, you know, 
learning basic skills around being an entrepreneur or at least having entrepreneurial skills. Mm. So the first two workshops have already happened. So the first one we covered, like creating your vision and what your vision is basically and like getting some tools around figuring out where like what direction you want to take things in and and all that jazz and then the this past one that I literally just did like the other day uh was about financial literacy which I found out I actually know quite a bit about yep and I thought I didn't I think there's another aspect to financial literacy that I still have to learn about but we just learned the basics around budgeting and like building credit and um I guess like around loans and what that looks like so it was interesting uh and I mean, I want to learn more for sure. Mm-hmm. And I know I will. But yeah. And then, yeah, new job. What do you do at your job? I am a consultant for the Aboriginal Infant Development Program at the Victoria Native Friendship Center. I've only been there for almost a month now. Mm-hmm. So it's March 1st. It'll be a month that I've been there. Everyone was kind of like, hey, how'd you how'd you get catch the sweet deal of <laughs> one month of your probation being a short month? And I was like, good planning. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even think about that? Right? They're like, how did you score that? <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't even think about it. Like, I negotiated. <laughs> right? um, yeah, so far it's been pretty good. It's been pretty quiet. Um, so the gist of my job is that I'm, in, in essence, I'm a support person. Mm-hmm. Um tip like the job is supposed to be like about specific children that are on my caseload and then like doing assessments for them and trying to provide everything needed for that specific child and putting in referrals if like their assessments come back that they're delayed in specific areas Hmm. um but in the end like it's it's a community program so we're we're there to support the whole family it's not just that specific child on our caseload they are like our main priority but you got to think about if like the rest of the family's in distress like that's going to affect the affect the child so Mm -hmm. we're supposed to be trying to provide whatever we possibly can in order to make sure that everyone is healthy and happy um so far it's been a little it's been pretty quiet for me Mm -hmm. um it's from what everyone's told me, that's pretty normal. So I've kind of gotten to like float around to other departments and get to meet people. And it's just been super great. Um, it's a change of pace that I really, really needed. I've been pretty burnt out from my previous job and going to school at the same time. So it was just a much needed change of pace for me. And honestly, some of the future plans that we have involves having more connections with community and mm-hmm. the job that I was working at there was there was no building the connections to the communities that we wanted to be connected to right so this is definitely um opening up that avenue and I get to meet new people and um really narrow down what direction I want to go in my life aside from things that w- we will do together kind of thing but mm-hmm. yeah that's been my journey it's super exciting though, and I get to like live vicariously through you <laughs> for the YPP. Yeah, I am very familiar with BYE because I was a practicum student. Yeah, <laughs> and got to build some of the curriculum there, which was really cool. No, that's really really awesome. And yeah, of course you've been really busy. However, like it's such a short amount of time though too, and like the amount of knowledge and like networking you've gotten to do mm-hmm. already is mm-hmm. so beneficial. Yeah. 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 
going places. Right. Doing things. Why not? I came into like the new year being like, I'm going to embrace my Leo rising. And the funny thing is, is I applied for all these programs previously or late in the, in previous year. So then uh, technically it was just me being accepted into these things was just me being like, okay, let's do this. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Cause I almost denied the YPP when they told me I got accepted because I was nervous about trying to do a new job um, and trying to do a program that was that goes during the work week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was very lucky that like my job's been very understanding about it and they're encouraging me to advance my knowledge and education, especially if it'll benefit me more in the field kind oh, of thing. Definitely. Yeah. Do you have any mind like what kind of policy you want to work on for the program? Because in the program you get to develop a policy, right? Yes, and it's terrifying. Oh, it's exciting. It's exciting, but then I was like, holy. Um, definitely le- leaning towards housing for sure. Hmm. Uh, we're gonna talk about housing yes, at some are. point. We we wanted to do a lighter topic, but <laughs> <laughs> we get into that. Yeah, but there's a few people who, especially because, like, everyone's located in British Columbia currently, except for maybe a couple people Okay. Um, in the program. So everyone understands the housing crisis, but there's housing crisis, like, basically everywhere. But especially in BC, like, affordable housing is just not existent for anybody, really. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much money you make. Like, it's ridiculous, which mm-hmm. is also was funny when we covered budgeting and they were trying to say that your fixed expenses should be less than 50% of your total income. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> you don't, <laughs> ma'am, I don't think you live in BC. <laughs> like, that's just, I want to live where you live. Right? I was like, Ooh, what's that look like? <laughs> Damn. Right. Wow. But what's going on with you? Oh my goodness. Petunia being a bad cat. I obviously have been back in school Mm -hmm. and I am taking two classes right now and one of them is very very fascinating it's indigenous geographies and I've really enjoyed that course and uh like looking at like indigenous mapping and like how indigenous people like have always been experts Mm -hmm. right in geography and Uh, their territories and like weaving together like culture and tradition and like land water and sky like these things are Mm -hmm. integral for mapping right and it's just like super cool to like read about other indigenous uh, geographers who like really challenged the system like Mm -hmm. really like demonstrated to academics of like actually no you don't know everything Mm -hmm. and like disproved like some theories and stuff and I was like oh that's just so cool (laughs) yeah um and then uh, yes starting this new project with work it's super cool it's a indigenous gender policy Mm -hmm. program and your girl is gonna be managing it (laughs) 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 what (laughs) laughs nervously um and so it's taking place in all three territories so in the yukon the nwt and nunavut Mm -hmm. Uh, which is why I was in Nunavut for nine days. Nine whole days. Nine whole days. I really enjoyed that, like, you kept being like, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. And then you're like, it's going to be ten days. And you're like, actually, it's only nine, nine. days. <laughs> and I was like, are you just going to go for the night and, like, come back? Like, what's happening? <laughs> Figuring out traveling to Kari is 
difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, things are already new, yeah. right? But also, like, apparently I've forgotten how to read flight itineraries <laughs> right? <laughs> during the time of the pandemic. Um, so actually I had to do an overnight in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And so I flew from Victoria to Toronto, Toronto to Ottawa. And I got into Ottawa at, like, basically 10 o'clock at night. And then I went and, like, slept. And then <clears throat> had to, like, be back at the airport for, like, a ridiculous time. Mm-hmm. And then fly up to Calgary, which is a three-hour flight, which sometimes feels like forever. Yeah. I've discovered, too. But that's okay. And this program, um, we're hiring, like, t- technically three youth in the NW, or in Nunavut, and then two in the NWT, and then two in the Yukon. Or actually, one more in the Yukon, because we already hired the other, yeah. which is very exciting. Um, and so, like, these wonderful, like, Indigenous youth leaders will be having, like, youth groups and like leading discussions around gender and policy and then like transforming their conversations into basically policy briefs Mm -hmm. uh to be or to be able to like get um in with decision makers to better inform gender policy throughout the arctic yeah um so it's super awesome and it's built upon like a previous program that we did prior to me working at the organization yeah and so this is like shared wisdom plus <laughs> is what we're calling it for now yeah. um and yeah now like it's super cool to be able to like go to my home territory and like hire my people mm-hmm. um that's something i've always like really wanted to do and something that's always really touched my heart and uh going back going to nunavut was uh wild it was super duper wild and like so beautiful. It was like only negative thirty seven most days. <laughs> only negative thirty seven. Oh, and it was fine. Uh, and then like learning, I didn't expect actually to have so many relatives in Calgary. I was like, I know I'm related to Elizabeth Murray, mm-hmm. and I have two friends there. Yeah, and that's it. And then finding out like, no, actually, you're related to the IPLs and like all these other families through a and like and I was like, Oh oh my. Oh my. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you like, can't go snag up there. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for work, that's for sure. <laughs> no hunters for me in a cutterie. That's fine. Um but no, it was something that was very healing for sure. Mm-hmm. Um and something that, like, I can't even, like, I don't feel like I could fully explain it completely mm-hmm. yet. Uh, just because, like, I would just kept being like, wow, I'm in Nunavut. <laughs> like, that's all I kept saying. And I would, like, text people and be like, can you believe I'm in Nunavut? Yeah. And people would be like, no, I actually can't. Yeah. And I was like, cool, okay, because neither can I. <laughs> and I just... It was really neat. It was really empowering going to be like, this is a community that I have relations to. Yeah. And like reaffirming of like, yeah, like I do belong here. Mm-hmm. And then like also seeing like a glimmer of like what a life would look like there too. Yeah. Um, of course, like, yes, it was nine days. But of course, like in those nine days, I was having big conversations yeah. with people. Right. Of like, okay, what's going on in Nunavut? Like, tell me like real things 
tell me what's going on tell me how you feel about what's going on mm-hmm. and like tell me what are your solutions to these problems that Nunavut faces yeah right he's really doing that policy <laughs> research there huh? I was <laughs> right the, and like we'll get into it to later but like a friend and I were talking about housing in a category right and I would straight up ask her it's like what does it look like if you changed it Mm -hmm. right and she went off and i gave it was like a laundry list of like this is what needs to be done Mm -hmm. right so like definitely people know things already know people know how to community knows it's what it needs absolutely but you know i guess like these people that are in the decision making spaces like a not knowing how to change those Mm -hmm. uh systems that are currently in place or like they don't care yeah I imagine that, like, a handful of them, like, most of them don't even live there either. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Or at least not in, like, remote communities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, it was really, really beautiful. Um, I got a parka, and it was really pretty. Mm-hmm. And I got to go to the museum, and we talked about that in the last episode. Of yes. Meeting some folks there. And, um just like kind of just like being like i had like very limited internet and like very limited service um so like my texts would freeze like while they were sending yeah. and i was like okay uh so very like lots of time of like reflection and like thinking about expansion and like what what do i want the like my path to look like yeah. obviously um also like what i want like our combined path to look yeah. like um moving forward uh and also like thinking of like how do i get here more yeah i want to be here more mm-hmm. uh, and i almost like a sense of like why did i wait so long too mm-hmm. to come up yeah but also recognizing like i came up when it was right like, yes when i was in the proper space mm-hmm. to be there uh but yeah no it's so beautiful and like uh quiet yeah very very quiet i can only imagine it's wild. It's all, you know, you can see like people out there like skidooing and everything. And I was like, oh my goodness. Ugh, and like no light pollution. Barely. There, was, there was light. Well, yes. Yeah. But like, like the living in a city <laughs> where like you can't see the stars. There's no such thing as stars here for the most part. And mm-hmm. I mean, we don't even live in that big of a city. So that's true. But I can only imagine. Oh, it would have been beautiful up there. Mm-hmm. Mm. It really, really was. You really enjoyed your phone calls back to me, though. <laughs> can you download more, more shows? shows? <laughs> Onto Un- the Netflix. Unfortunately, I cannot do that on your device when <laughs> you have it. <laughs> Next time I've learned, I need to leave at least one Apple device at home. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, it was really neat, and I can't wait to go back up. Mm-hmm. I want to bring everybody, as like now, everybody needs to see what yeah. I see. Yeah. And uh, very thankful for the friends I have up there that, like, really welcomed me and um, wanted to hang out with me and share things with me. Yeah. It was very, very special. Mm-hmm. Uh, and coming back with, like, dry talk to. Oh, it was so good. It's it, so good. It's so good. And I definitely want to try it with hot sauce. Yeah. We have to buy some hot sauce. Oh. <laughs> I think our hot sauce isn't good anymore. <laughs> Gone for nine days and the hot sauce and the Spires. butter. The hot sauce and the margin expires. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I, we're falling apart. It's fine. Oh my God. Cass and I have made it. 
living off rice noodles. <laughs> I see that. I opened the cupboard. I was They're like, so oh. good. Anyways, that's off topic. That's off topic. <laughs> I just love rice noodles. It's true. Living like, that gluten-free life. It's just rice noodles. noodles. There's more things happening with you, though. Tell, I mean, you won. Oh, that's right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. And then pageant like oh, yeah i know tell us more caitlin oh my goodness i just kind of like forget what life is once in a while i think it's also the time change like i just got back friday night at midnight yeah and it's sunday <laughs> it is sunday so i don't know what day it is like i do it's sunday but yeah. other than that my body doesn't know because like what day is it where are we yeah who what, am i what time is it <laughs> actually when i was in academy week, like my phone obviously changed to like est but mm-hmm. i kept my watch in pst yeah and so i'd hold my watch up next to my phone and be like okay yeah i know what time it is everywhere yeah which i thought it was funny um yes okay so back in first semester all of us myself teacher kes and our friend austin uh, went on to the land, uh, went on to Songhees, and like filmed a really cool video of Jessica for a class I had, uh, talking about uh, traditional knowledge and like geography and mm-hmm. and just her connection to the land. Yeah, yeah, and like different things that she's learned like on her own journey. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> we had to submit it for school, and like obviously we got an A. That's what's up. But we had 27 minutes of footage. Yeah. And so uh, we were very able to, like, chop it up into, like, different variations of videos. And, like, also, like, Jessica has, like, all of the versions of it. Because also she's actually going to, like, use it for one of her presentations oh, as nice. well. Yeah. Right? Because I was like, this is all your knowledge. It's yeah. all your information. You might as well. It's your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's how research should be done. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, so we had 27 minutes of, like, hilarious and footage, but also, like, really important knowledge yeah. throughout it, right? And so um, UVic was having this competition on, like, asking students how to better integrate the sustainable development goals. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. And so I used some of the footage, and then Kess and I got together I came up with, like, a script for her to read, like, saying that, like, the SDGs were made without Indigenous consultation. However, Indigenous knowledge is needed in order to achieve the 2030 agenda. Mm-hmm. So, like, recognizing that, um, oh, recognizing that, like, the connection to Indigenous people and knowledge is obviously integral, but, like, that's how you do it. Like, mm-hmm. the other forms of trying to implement the SDGs like are also really great ideas however like it might not actually be sustainable yeah and how we're actually experts in sustainable development <clears throat> and it's like a minute long and it was really good and um so like my classmate Jessica Austin and I like submitted it to UVix department on something <laughs> <laughs> couldn't really tell you and uh we won and so it's very exciting. I just got the email Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll be showing our video at UVic at the First People's House uh, to UN delegates, mm-hmm. to the mayor, to the lieutenant governor, <laughs> um, and, like, other city officials yeah. and, like, the president of the university. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and all of us were like, this is really surreal. Yeah. And, uh, like, I'm very, like, I'm so thrilled. Like, I'm so excited. And, like, I feel so much gratitude to, like, have the friends that we have mm-hmm. um, that are also, like, really driven to do this work yeah. as well. And, like, I think we're just, like, really blessed with the community that we have around us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that they want to share and that we have really cool ideas and yeah. um just like good spaces in order to share and do those things mm-hmm. and you know like kind of like rock the boat a little bit and have a different perspective <laughs> oh <laughs> was that your elbow that was my elbow oh my god <laughs> oh yes and then I put my hat back in the ring. <laughs> the pageantry. Your crown? You threw your crown back in the ring? Threw my crown back in the ring. Uh, so for folks who did not know before, <laughs> I used to compete in pageants quite regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I competed for Miss BC and I was Miss Vancouver Island. Competed in Miss Canada. Was a finalist. Competed in Miss BC World and did not place at all. Yeah. Um, and then I was also National Canadian Miss 2019 Coastal British Columbia. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, I was like, it's not it. <laughs> I just know the sashes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pink and silver. Yeah. Um, and then now currently I'm competing for Miss Inspiration Canada. Mm-hmm. And it's the first of its, it's an inaugural year. Yeah. Which is a really cool. And yeah, it's a pageant about you know, what, what inspires you and like, how do you, how do you be inspirational and what's your platform? And obviously my platform has been consistent all the way through. Yeah. It's indigenous education. Mm-hmm. It's addressing like the inequality of education between indigenous children and non-indigenous children on top of like, um, the inequality of understanding like indigenous issues in Canada yeah. and how to like properly achieve like reconciliation and decolonization. Like, it's through education. Mm-hmm. And so, like, curriculum changes and stuff like that is my platform. <clears throat> and so far, I've submitted my walk video because it's yeah. an online pageant because of the uh, pandemic. And I just did my platform video. And it's, like, it's really cute. It's, like, really cheesy because it's, like, a montage of, like, us and our friends yeah. and, like, the land. And uh, I try to, like, highlight where I come from. Yeah. Um. And then the day after teacher's birthday, I have my pageant interview. Mm-hmm. And I even have, like, a pageant coach. Like, you get a signed one. Yeah, yeah. And my pageant coach is 16. <laughs> and I love her. Yeah. <laughs> she's precious. Um, she's Miss Teenage World. That's so impressive. She's hardcore. Mm-hmm. I love her. And she's actually also Indigenous, too, which That's is awesome. really cool. And, uh, yeah, she started asking me questions about college. Aww. Like, this is precious. That's so sweet. Yeah. It's an exchange. Yeah. Exchange of knowledge. Just a little buddy. Mm-hmm. I love little buddies. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else there is. I was like, what have I... Am I forgetting something? Not that I can think of. I hope not. Am I missing anything? I feel like you are. I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> you got back into beating? Yes. Slowly, slowly getting back into beating. I started a pair of earrings for Caitlin for her birthday last July. <laughs> what just happened? There was cedar in my water. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> you should have seen her face. <laughs> that was terrifying. I thought it was a bug. 
The answer is said hello. <laughs> oh. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, what were we talking about? You got back into beating. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I was trying to make a pair of earrings for Caitlin's birthday last year. That was beautiful. <laughs> um... But obviously, like, I was just, like, not in a great space um, trying to do that. And so I kind of got frustrated and, like, just put it away and I never finished it. And then I've just been so busy and, like, stressed and exhausted over this last little while. So I just didn't do any of it. But I just finished um, my EC – one of my last ECE courses. Wow, I cannot speak English. (laughs) One of my ECE courses. And um, I finally had, like – some more energy to try it again and i was able to finish all of them it literally took me all day to do this these pair this pair of earrings <laughs> and i was super sore later but it was great and it felt really good and like i started um another pair just like immediately after and then i started knitting again and it's just mm-hmm. i'm finally finding like that umph again now that i've kind of gotten a routine going and i'm feeling a bit better about a lot of things uh, that like i'm my creative side has finally come back and I'm there's some painting ideas that I really want to do mm. and I kind of want to try my hand at hopefully actually making a ribbon skirt mm. or at least trying to make a peaked cap. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I have some creative juices flowing um, and we're going to see where that kind of takes me. But yeah, um, I'm really happy that I started beating again and it's just something that's both soothing but also just like fun and exciting to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no and you're really good at it <laughs> thanks yeah i want to try some other forms of beating definitely but, and i know um there's a couple people who want to learn to do fringe beating and oh. they're willing to exchange teaching me how to do other types of beating in exchange for me teaching them how to do fringe beating so oh neat yeah that's exciting mm-hmm. what kind of beating do they know how to do um they do the felt Oh, but gotcha. not earrings. They make like other things. But I mean, I could still figure out. It's a transferable to, skill, right? I can yeah. glue on a stud on the back of it. <laughs> it's just one of those things, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, that's super exciting. I think we just wanted to take a minute to like, explain to everybody <laughs> why we just like up and disappeared for like four months. We're just like ghosted. <laughs> But like occasionally just posting something. Also, it's never me posting anything on Instagram. <laughs> just to let you know on on our on our lab Instagram, I'm really really bad with like social media. So Caitlin's always like, "Fine, I'll post something," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I come up with the titles of things yes. and like the description, but that's literally it. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Uh, all the Instagram stories are Caitlin. That's that's it. And it's me responding to the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> we get DMs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well then. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta up my social game. Yeah. That's okay. Maybe that'll come up in one of the one of the programs. Right. right? They'll teach like, you. You gotta get it going. Yeah. You're like, oh no. I mean, yeah, I know that like online marketing and like it's really important especially nowadays and i'm like oh mm. <laughs> i don't want to do that <laughs> i'll scroll oh perfect i'll scroll but i don't usually post i mean even on my own personal page i don't post very often that's true yeah me actually me too i post like i try to post monthly on yeah. my instagram like even sharing stories though like it's very rare that i oh do that I know you post a lot. That's why you do the That's why I do <laughs> our Instagram page. I do our Instagram. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just wanted to say, hey, everybody. 
after we just put out like almost an hour long episode before yeah it's okay (laughs) we had plans to do another fairly long one about a specific topic but then we i mean with everything going on in the world right now kind of thought it would be nice to just do a light one get a kind of have a catch up with what we're doing that way i don't know it humanizes i guess yeah like (laughs) he's like a peek into our lives yeah definitely so yeah we hope that you enjoyed just hearing our random ramblings about our lives and how chaotic things have been. Mm. And uh, we hope that uh, you'll be around for our next episodes. Absolutely. And like, if you're curious about like what things that we do and you want to get involved or you want to like partner or learn more, just reach out to us. Yeah, Caitlin will answer. I'll answer you in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin will be there. <laughs> She'll let me know. She'll let me know what's happening. (laughs) But uh, until next time, we hope everyone has a wonderful time and we'll see you later. See you later. Namaltis.